So I would love to have the country opened up and uh, just raring to go by Easter. That's April 12th. Look, Easter's a very special day for me. And I see it's sort of in that timeline that I'm thinking about. And I say, wouldn't it be great to have all of the churches full? You know, the churches aren't allowed, essentially, to have much of a congregation there. And most of them, I watched on Sunday, online. And he was terrific, by the way. But online is never going to be like being there. So I think Easter Sunday, and you'll have packed churches all over our country. I think it would be a beautiful time. That opening is obviously your president, 45, speaking audaciously about his goal to have the economies and businesses in the country open back up by Easter, Resurrection Sunday, which at this point was a week and a half ago. And it was, it, it while it was an audacious goal, it did not come to fruition. And I, but we will get to that. Anyways, what's going on, travel fam? It's your main man, Just GQ, and you are tuned in to another episode of the Travel Guys, the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. And, you know, we are entering into week six, week seven. I'm The, the numbers in the weeks are kind of going together at this point we know that you know the i mean what's what's monday is thursday is friday at this point we're just kind of all in the waiting game and trying to stay healthy and stay safe and i think we are learning more as a country and as a society as it relates to covid19 the coronavirus which has us held up in our homes i should say some because going back as we mentioned, 45 had a pretty aggressive goal to have everything opened up by Easter on April 12th. However, while that was missed, it wasn't that far behind where we or it didn't take much longer for there to be some movement. We know that Georgia leading the way will be is planning to open up everything tomorrow and they will be followed by Ohio, North Dakota, Idaho, Colorado, and my home state of Tennessee, which is low-key backwards. It, and they will be opening up non-essential businesses starting May 1. So that gives them about a week. So that's not as... Wow, I don't know why this week is hitting me so tough, like as far as with Georgia opening up immediately. It could be because being a current resident in Florida, you know, Florida gets a rap for doing a lot of backward stuff and just being crazy in general. And I feel like there's been, there's been a lot of slander. There's been a lot of slander that's come down and I'm not even, I don't even, Florida's not home in any shape, form, or respect for me. However, I do currently reside there and I feel like it feels very pointed. And I think I may be taking exception to that. However, it was Georgia That's it. who is the first state to open everything back up. So we're gonna see. We're gonna let we're gonna let the uh, the Georgians, the ATLians, get that first batch of air, and then y'all can let us know how it tastes. Um, <laughs> but seriously, all jokes aside, definitely hoping that everybody is staying safe and that there we are not seeing an increase in cases. I mean, who knows? I think a lot of what will happen in the coming weeks and month. To be all the way honest, I think 
personally, like the next two to four weeks will help to determine a lot because people are going to be looking at Georgia and, and those uh, aforementioned states as a control for understanding what will happen if when non-essential businesses are opening up. And and for those of you who are unclear on non-essential businesses, I mean, that's gyms, this hair salons, barbershops, golf courses, what have you. Actually, the golf courses down here, low-key, have been open the entire time. I think that's just by nature. Golf is such a socially distanced game as a, as a whole. And I'm sure it's kept a few families together <laughs> as well. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned. I'm definitely going to be chilling in the crib a little bit longer because I have was able to procure, I had a bar. So, you know, the gym is a, is a passion point of my fitness in general. So I, I have a bike. I've been uh, riding my bike around and been getting my good like 10, 15 mile, mile rides in which has kept me sane, um, you know, and uh, from a, a totally mental standpoint, but it's also helped to keep a lot, helped me get some cardio in and, and whatnot. So that has been helpful. And then I was actually able to, I bought a bar, like a barbell, like years back, forgot I had it. And then went on this massive search trying to find weights to go on either end of it. And I ended up going to play it again, sports, shout out, play it again, because everywhere else in the state and really in the region was sold out. Like there was not a plate that existed. I still have not been able to get 45s. I just bought a copious amount of 25 pound plates. And so I could just like swap them out and do what I need to do to hit the weights I need. But I have been able to make it work. And I just cannot imagine being in a gym asking some dude to or woman to spot me and having them sweat on my face, I would lose my mind. It would be absolute. I would be freaking out for the whole time. I would self-quarantine, and I would just be waiting two weeks to, like, just see if anything happened. I just I could not imagine being in that sweat box. That being said, we are hopefully on the precipice of making some breakthroughs. I am very happy to report that my alma mater, the University of Louisville, has researchers that have developed a technology that is believed to block the coronavirus from infecting human cells. Now, this is still developing, and but UofL is looking to seek is seeking, excuse me, to fast track the development, including a, an application to the FDA and the FDA, you know, all feelings aside about them, you know, their approval is needed. And I think will help to bolster the faith that the that the public has in the um, in, in the solution. However, you know, we're hoping that 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 this that this effort and efforts like it will help to curtail some of the, not only the effects that we're seeing on human life and saving them, but in saving those, excuse me, but also by restoring the faith of the public in the economy. And we are seeing that the economy, the economic piece is driving some folks really crazy. Like, I don't know if y'all have seen some of these protests, but they are going wild. I saw a sign, I believe they were in, I know in Colorado, they were, Screaming and hollering at, um, uh, there were people that were hanging out. Of, <laughs> it's funny because, uh, so I'll just tell y'all. So I, I'm sure y'all have seen it. It was a viral, a viral picture and video, but there is a woman who is masked up and she is hanging out of a car window and she is screaming at medical workers who are in scrubs with masks on blocking traffic. 
because people are trying to protest like that they that the 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 quarantine and they're saying that they should be able to work when that that goes into a whole another situation as far as like the government funding and and you know and greedy banks that are not suspending the payments that are due and rolling those missed payments over to the to the end of the loan but that's neither here nor there the point is that she is screaming at the at this at these medical workers and there was a meme that came out that was saying, I cannot help but see the irony that the medical workers are dressed in scrubs and she is hanging out the passenger side of her best friend's ride, hollering at them. <laughs> and it just really tickled me deep. Uh, and shout out to, to TLC uh, for that. But yeah, it was just, it just really, it just tickled me on a, on a spiritual level. But yeah, folks are going, folks are going crazy. Like these, um, I know in Kentucky there were some protests and then sprinkled throughout, like mostly like the Midwest and the South, like people have been going, going wild, uh, demanding that they, that they work, um, or that they, that they have the opportunity to get back to work. Um, and I, I will say, I mean, it's not, it's not uniform as far as my reaction, because there are some, I can understand the sentiments of some, but there are some, there, are, uh, the sentiments of others that are a little bit out there i saw one sign that said prolonged quarantine is basically slavery and i am not gonna touch that one so that is what is going on in the news um what's new i'm curious like how has there's really nothing that is super new (laughs) you know i mean we've been staring at these four walls and hopefully staying safe and whatnot and if you have had family friends who have been as i have honestly who have been touched by covid they are okay but it's just interesting to see how people's bodies respond to the different strains and and honestly how mentally people uh, have been have been handling it um but yeah i think it you know one one sentiment that i've seen expressed on the socials is what are you doing with your quarantine time? And I, I honestly think it, that's another thing that has shown some variance as far as where people have felt compelled to, um, you know, learn 17 languages, which audaciously I felt like I I was like, yeah, this is a perfect time to do all the things that I've always wanted to do. I have, you know, my I am still working my, my, my corporate hustle, but at the same time, it's... Um, you know, I'm not traveling anywhere. I'm not doing anything. I'm just kind of, I'm just, I'm, I'm pushing paper. I'm in, um, oddly the workload has increased, but I, it's more so having the opportunity to be in the house and be able to do a lot of the things and enact a lot of the activities that have just been kind of, uh, lingering. I know there are a lot of people who have taken on home improvement pro- projects, uh, people who have, who are, who are, starting passion projects that they've had but honestly it's just like for me personally I think that I was mentally drained in week four like week four came up that's when this whole quarantine business got to me it came and sunk its claws into my ankles and drug me down like I was just did not feel like doing anything I was irritable I was I was upset I just needed a release and 
some human interaction and it was just it was it was a lot to be all the way honest and i'm not somebody who uh goes in delves pretty deeply into like the whole mental health thing but there was definitely some some airs of some some shades of that going on as well um that i just had to you know fight through and and kind of deal with um which i'm sure some of you are shaking your head that is not the healthiest way but you know it is uh, a method so you know i'm here I'm still here. I'm still strong. Shout out to Antoine Fisher. Um, but one thing that uh, I have noticed is that everybody is kind of in the same boat where the singles, the single folks are, you know, feeling the way that I was feeling as far as like wanting to be with people and, and needing, especially extroverted personalities who have been, um, you know, in quarantine for, you know, for, for weeks as we, as we all have. But the couples, on the other hand, the couples are wishing they were in the singles position where they could just get a little bit of time away from their significant other. I hear divorce rates are probably going to spike once this, once this whole thing unfreezes, which is not funny, but uh, it is it is a bit ironic there. And then you have the, the families and the families. I cannot imagine having multiple children right now and in, in addition to a significant other and managing that whole situation explaining to the kids why they can't go outside for too long and why why they get why they need to follow these these rules and whatnot when they're adults in the world that are not following those, those rules as well so my head is off to to them but the the sentiment is that everybody is in the same place or in a similar space where we are all just trying to make it <laughs> through this time. But we have tried to enact and and shift a little bit with the travel guides, with the with the times a little bit. And so that has manifested itself most notably in Fireside Lives with the travel guides. Which is an IG live series that I've been doing for the past week and a half. We've had some great guests on thus far. We had Tawny Jordan and her boyfriend, Ben. We had Cass, who is um, known as Bella Worldwide on Instagram. She is the founder of the Roaming Republic Travel Group. So check them out as well. And we had a great chat. And then Aubrey, who is also a Travel Guides alum. We had her on last year to talk about solo female travel. So she has come on to the um, to the show as well. And then for those of you on Instagram, we have said tripping uh as his as his handle is on Instagram, Cedric, uh, to myself or said, but he will be on tonight. So we will actually be typically they start at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time due to the NFL draft tonight. It will be said and I will be going on at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, that is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can tune into that live on the at GQ50 IG handle. So. Thank you for checking that out. Please check that for, for those of you who have. And for those of you who have not, please check it out. We're going to keep this thing rolling as long as this quarantine is going on. And we have stocked the the docket with, with some awesome guests. One pretty cool piece of the Fireside Lives with the Travel Guides is that I've been able to use my float. And so I know in the last episode, I talked to you all about the, the By Float, who is sponsoring today's episode. That's it. But By Float, B-U-Y-F-L-O-A-T, 
is an incredibly strong mount that holds all of your devices on a mirror, on your shower, on your bath. And I have been honestly using it <laughs> against my iMac monitor when I'm doing the Fireside Lives and where I will just like put it up there. I can put my phone in there. I can run my, my charger uh, through it. It has like a little space where I can so I can charge the phone while I'm on live so I don't have any Teddy Riley issues where I'm, I can't find a charger and I got 8% left. But for those of you who are consuming media and are not creating the media, you can take a bath while you're watching your shows, especially knowing that how, how important relaxation is now when you're doing yoga. I know a lot of people are doing their, their at-home workouts and whatnot. If you're if you need to look at your recipes while you're while you're cooking, or you can listen to the travel guides while you take a shower, you know I'm just saying it's just a, just a suggestion, just a suggestion. But all in all, this is an incredible product. You guys should check it out and save a little bit of money while you're there when you use the code GQ20. Again, that is GQ20. You can find them at Instagram at B U Y F L O A T, or you can go to www.byfloat. Dot com. So hopping back into it, the topic, the main topic of today's podcast episode will be how should I be thinking about post-quarantine travel? And this is something that I have heard a lot about. I have a lot of you have reached out on Instagram or uh, and a lot of honestly, a lot of my family and friends have reached out personally just to see how I'm thinking about it. I think they're trying to use me as a guinea pig or <laughs> at least a barometer of how they should be thinking about it, whether they want to aggressively push back on what I say or whether they do not. And I think it's just kind of, you know, obviously we're all feeling a little stir crazy with the with the quarantine going on. And a lot of us are yearning to get back out there. Earth Day yesterday was brought to you by everybody's throwback travel picks. Everybody was posting <laughs> the last time that they were outside in a place that had a different flag. <laughs> and you know, which is great because that's 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 helping some people's morale to stay to stay up and whatnot. And I know with other people it is, you know, it, it's honestly inspirational. I think that this is I I said this when I started the the travel guides aside from from, um, you know, you think about all the trends that have existed. And so travel and working out, while they can be annoying, these are fads or trends that will help people. They are, they are not, they're not hurting anybody. Having a broadened perspective is a good thing. It, it affords you empathy when you meet people who are different than you or have a different point of view about something than you. So you can, you can think from, you can put yourself in their shoes. You know, obviously health is, paramount right right now and so you know these are these are two trends that i recognize as just being helpful to to the people but that being said i know that we are as a travel family ready and raring to go and get back out emerging into the into the world so you know the the the, the main fear is contracting the virus because at the end of the day like nobody knows much about this about this virus so i think we all pretty much default to staying as far away from it as well especially if it's killing folk so i go straight to the source i'm not i'm not a person who listens to i will listen to the i listen to all media to be all honest because i want to know what what's what non-truths are being said <laughs> on all outlets however um i 
I typically go to the source. So, like, I've been listening to Dr. Fauci. I have been um, Fauci, Fauci. I can't remember. It's, it's one C, so I'm thinking it's Fauci. But people mispronounce names all the time, and I don't think I've heard him say his own name. So, But you, y'all know who I'm talking about. And then um, as far as looking at the cases, there are some really great... There's some really great information on the CDC, BBC, and World of Meters websites, specifically pinpointing how many cases are in different regions of the world and different areas of the United States. So that is where I went to, honestly, for my information and and just my perspective, because we know that the U.S. has the most cases in the world right now. However, Spain is a distant second. I think they have a a, a little bit over 200,000 cases um, right now. And then China, where the virus actually originated, only has 83,000 cases. So that is a little interesting there. That being said, I'm probably going to steer clear of Europe and China and really anything on that hemisphere. Anything that is on the Eastern hemisphere, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to chill out on for now. I think that knowing that if they will let us in, <laughs> if they will have us, as we know, Mexico closed its border to the to the U.S. Um, however, if we are able to, I would likely be heading down to South America, Central South America, or to Africa. And but the last thing we want to do is to infect Africa, infect South America. Um, but those are there. There's not a there's not a lot of cases down there. I mean, we on the ranking. Um, you know, Brazil, Ecuador, and Peru, all, they, they have cases. Uh, Brazil has 44,000, Ecuador has 10,000, Peru has 17,000 cases. But by comparison to the states, which is over 800,000 cases, that is not that big. And I think, honestly, like, Ecuador and Peru is where I would be looking to go. And, the, and so, and it's there on the backside of of a very small curve. So I would feel, I would feel pretty okay doing that. I'm definitely going to be traveling with my mask. And I think the thing that, um, that we were in the midst of producing travel guides masks before this happened and then ran into obvious supply issues where we could not get those manufactured and, and get the design just right. Like we needed to. So missed opportunity there, but we will be bringing you guys some travel guides masks. So when you are traveling, you can wear them and you can feel safe and protected. If you do not already have them, you know, obviously I think masks are going to be, uh, become a in, in a fashion item, one that you can wear in the that, that will go with your fit, and that you can, you know, you can you can rock. I know that's how I will be using them because I fully plan on wearing a mask from here on into perpetuity. Um, I just I just can't imagine. I was already had. I'll tell y'all a quick story. I was looking everywhere for masks, um, but obviously everywhere was out, and so I'm like kind of tripping because I'm like, man, I need I need a mask. Like I feel. Like, you know, you go into scarcity mode where it's like, I don't, I don't drink milk, but I need eight gallons. Like I, I gotta, I gotta get some because everybody else is getting it. So I need to get mine. And I, having just gone to the grocery store after they announced the quarantine and seeing like everything flying off the shelves and there being no eggs and no milk and no water and all this stuff. When people just forgot that you can just boil some water and you'll be great. Like that purifies it just fine. But that's neither here nor there because folk don't, you know, use logic, but 
I'm looking for a mask and I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't know where I can find one. And so I'm sitting home and I, I go into my old travel backpack and I forget that I've had a mask that I've flown with for years and it ended up being an N95 mask. And it, it, I went out and bought it. I was out on a, a flight and this woman next to me was just coughing, not covering her mouth. And I had to ask her multiple times, like, yo, cover your mouth, please. I made up something saying that I was like getting over a, a cold and I didn't want to, you know, catch anything. And she just kept going. I went, I beelined it to get this mask after. And anytime from that point forward where, you know, somebody would, was sitting next to me and would start coughing, I would immediately pull out my mask, put it on, and I would shame them because you need to be shamed. That's it. This, this is the, the good thing about this whole pandemic i think if we're looking for a silver lining two things one mother earth has gotten to breathe a little bit so i don't know if y'all seen the before and after pictures but it is a stark contrast just by not having people being out so much like the amount of pollution and the smog that has it is there it has greatly benefited earth as a as a whole and then secondly people have become rerouted in basic hygiene so, you know, thank you for that. I'm like, I'm very, I'm very excited for that because folks, we know people weren't washing their hands. People would go into a bathroom, sit on the toilet, blow their, all their insides out, get up, sprinkle some water on and wash and, uh, and, and dry their hands off. Like they really did something. No, that is nasty. And they can be out here shaking people's hands, eating, asking, uh, putting their, hand, their, their hands in other people's food. That's gross. That is nasty. That's nasty. Now, I'm glad that people are, are doing that. I'm glad that people are not solely dependent on hand sanitizer. They understand the importance of wiping their phone down. I've been living this life, okay? I've been doing this for a very long time. And I have also not been trusting y'all because people are nasty. And hopefully they emerge out of this a little bit less nasty. Now, showering is probably trending down. <laughs> showering, teeth brushing, all these things are probably trending down. However, I will take that over you hand washing um, because I think there's there's some, you know, once people emerge into society, there are certain pressures that will help to for them to, to get them in the shower. You know, turn the, turn the hot water on, get your loofah popping, wash your hair. I cannot wait to get a haircut. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm over here looking a little rough. I think everybody is. I know business is going to be booming for these hair salons and barbershops once they open back up. But not to digress, South America and Africa is where I'm going to be be looking. I had a trip that was going to, I was. it was the main one that I was holding on to. I was supposed to go to Morocco for the 4th of July. That is officially cooked. So I will, it's looking like it's likely going to be in the back half of this year, like probably Q4-ish, or it will be over, excuse me, or we, we, I mean, we might just be waiting until 2021. Fingers crossed that is not the case, but it is definitely a possibility, especially since some countries may not be letting us in. Uh, I mean, if I was Africa, I wouldn't let us in. No, there's no country in Africa that has more than 4,000 cases. So if I, if I wouldn't let any dirty Americans <laughs> come infiltrate the, uh, infiltrate the continent at all either. But who knows? I mean, we'll see. Everybody's economy is hurting. So I think there's a, there's, we've obviously seen in America that people have a certain tolerance for, for danger when it comes to making money. But we also see that there are airlines who are taking, um, 
this opportunity to make to make people whole and to to try to instill some confidence in in folks. So one of my my favorites, my beloved Southwest, they were hitting people off with makeup points and allowing folks to uh, keep their A-list status through the end of next year, since obviously you can't fly anywhere now or we're, we're losing we're losing time. So I believe they they awarded 15,000 points. 15,000 points, uh, tier qualifying points, excuse me, and 10 flight credits towards A-list and A-list preferred status members. And then they gave 25,000 companion pass qualifying points and 25 flight credits towards companion pass status. So they're taking care of folks. They also extended A-list and A-list preferred status through the end of next year, as I mentioned, and then the companion pass through June of 2021. So they're taking care of folks. And then also just to shut, just a shower Southwest with some incremental love uh, for a long time. I, I posted one of the hacks earlier and I've been doing this for, for years, but it's always been difficult to keep track of. So I, as you all know, Southwest doesn't have any change fees. So when you go on there, you could, you could literally uh, book a book a flight. Let's say you book a flight on June 20th. I think I talked about this on the previous episode, but if you didn't listen to it, now you're hearing it. If I booked a flight from here to LA on January 20th for $200, and then I go back on February 20th, and that same flight that was $200 is now $100, I can simply change my flight to this $100 fare, and then I will pocket that $100. Now, granted, that is an aggressive drop, but easy math. So, I had let people know on on GQ50 Instagram, like if you are going back through and looking at all of your reservations, like as the prices were dropping, you could easily be swapping your fares out. Now, all of these flights ended up getting canceled anyways, or you know, people's the public's confidence in in being able to fly shifted, even though they were paring down down the routes that they were running. Um, you know, you can, they have organized your travel funds in a way that is easily visible, easily viewable on the website, on the Southwest website. So that just lets me know that they have acknowledged that their customers were having a difficult time managing all these travel funds, whether you got $50 here, you got $100 here, you got, you know, maybe you hit a big one, you got $200 here, and it's hard to manage that. So then you end up looking up and, um, you know, in, in a year from now, or when you have a month left to, to use it, and then, and then you can't, which typically is how corporations work as far as wanting you to forget about that. So they just keep your money without giving you anything. But Southwest is different. They care. They care about you. And moreover, those of you who have travel funds that are going to expire from March to September, they're hooking you up with an extension as well. Not an extension, excuse me, but you have the opportunity the opportunity to convert those two points so that you can you can still use those down the down the line. Ain't that great? I mean, that is just that is excellent. But Southwest is not alone. So Emirates Airlines is also leading the way. They have testing that they are developing for all consumer or for all customers who are coming all passengers and then they are also requiring 
PPE, which is an acronym I know that we are all now very familiar with. I learned it in my construction days because that was what you had to wear when you were on, on the job site. However, that stands for personal protective equipment. So the gloves, the mask, what have you. So now that is required. So I am really excited about that because I think one thing that we need to see is as one moves, one domino has to topple for the rest to follow suit. And so these industry leaders, when they are coming out and they are making these moves and these these policy changes, there are other airlines that will feel pressure or to to follow or they are looking for guidance on what to do and they are just waiting to see how the public will receive it so when we like something it's important that we support it not necessarily from (laughs) jumping back on planes right now but from you know other ways of support from sharing the information commenting reaching out like all those things matter because they are trying to gauge the public perception of those things. However, I am really excited and it, it will give me a lot of comfort if I'm on a flight and knowing that how the air cir- uh, circulates within planes where it's going just like, uh, you know, through the getting sucked up in one side of the vent and out of the other. And they're just recycling air for the whole time. Like if somebody is being nasty and they're coughing and sneezing and doing all this stuff, you got kids and everything like I don't I'm not trying to breathe that in, period. Like I just I don't I don't want any parts of that. So if you got if you got your mask on, even if, you know, people are moving it from time to time, like that the that will greatly reduce the germs that are being uh, the amount of germs that that would typically be circulating within within a plane and then lastly not to be left out because i have had some complex feelings with hotels cuz i'm just not sure like i feel like hotels got kind of swept up in all of the like everything travel related is not safe but I am not quite sure that hotels fell in there initially, at least because. But I do know, like hotels are hotels are gross. Like they're 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 gross in terms of. I mean, you just have different people who are staying in them all the time. You got dead skin cells like everywhere. I know I gross some of y'all out, but y'all are the same folks that as soon as you sit in a hotel room, you sit on the comforter, which is the nastiest part, top three, while you reach for the remote which is the which is one of the nastiest pieces of one of the nastiest items in the hotel however y'all are the same folks that when you walk into a hotel room you sit down on that dirty comforter you reach for the dirty remote and then you pick up the dirty phone the raw hand <laughs> call down to the front desk and without wiping anything down so hopefully now y'all are watch y'all y'all are carrying wet ones or some type of disinfectant where you guys can actually cleanse these things before you are before you are exposing yourself to them. I am one who was always I learned the that the comforter was gross from the gate. So I pulled that down all basically off the bed because they have another blanket underneath. I don't need that comforter on me at all. At all. And then I will wipe down the remote and the phone as well because all of them are gross. But Marriott, another one of my favorites, is has rolled out a plan to leverage hotel grade disinfectant spray in all of its hotel rooms to increase cleanliness. And I, I hope that this is something that sustains because I've definitely been in, um, you know, a dirty hotel room or two where I've gone in and I'm like, no, nah, I got to go. Like, I can't I can't do this. And 
Hopefully, I mean, hopefully that's just something that happens. I'm, I'm hoping that we will emerge into a cleaner world. I mean that from a broad atmospheric perspective as well as an everyday practice. Hopefully people are just more conscious about what they're doing and how gross they're being as well as how they're affecting others. I mean, wouldn't that be a novel idea to actually care and understand like how you're how you're affecting people? I mean, that, that you know, let's let's hope. Fingers, fingers crossed. But again, the fact that Marriott is doing this makes me feel like high it's going to follow. Like all of these, like Starwood will follow. Well, Starwood has been absorbed. You know, shout out to Bonvoy. But y'all get what I'm saying. Other major companies within these industries or within these verticals will follow suit or will instill insti- insti- some type of or will create some type of similar practice that they can enact to show we care about people too. And I'm happy to be on the other side of that. So I'm very happy that my favorites, there's a couple of my favorites, I'm not, you know, super tied to Emirates, but I'm very happy that a couple of my favorites in Southwest and Marriott are leading the way. Personally, when I come out of this, the mask and the hygiene will be the main things that I will be taking with me. And as I mentioned, these were kind of already things that were in these were these were things that were in my proverbial bag. I just when people are wearing masks and I understand people wearing people wearing masks and people wearing gloves and everything, but when people are wearing gloves and you're touching everything and then you're touching yourself, you're defeating the purpose of wearing gloves. That's it. Like there's no point whatsoever. So you may as well Nothing is like going to melt, melt your skin. Like nothing is nothing is that toxic. You may as well use your hands as you have been and just wash them. Just wash them. Carry hand sanitizer if you can't get to hot water and soap, which are undefeated. <laughs> and just wash your hands. But carry on. It's it, the the virus as we know it enters your body through your orifices. So your eyes, nose, mouth, ears. Cover those up. You'll be straight. Listening to music, ears covered. Got your sunglasses on because you're cool AF, you covered. If you got your mask on covering your mouth and your nose, covered. Wash your hands. That's pretty much it. So that I may I may be oversimplifying it. You know, but that's just kind of how I'm thinking. Hell, I might not be going anywhere because my passport is about to expire, and, and I don't know where, what the situation is as far as getting those getting those uh, renewed because those offices have been shut down. So I'm gonna have to wait until they get reopened. Are they shut down? I need to double check on that. Either way, I need to get my passport situation situated before I'm looking at going anywhere. But that being said, I hope all of y'all are staying safe, honestly, and. I am praying for every one of y'all out there and your families and your friends and your loved ones and hoping that everybody is staying safe, taking care of themselves. If you have not subscribed to the Travel Guides, please do so. You, We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And additionally, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us to rise in the rankings and to maintain. We got a really good rating. Like we got, We're a five-star podcast, and we've been on air for years. So that is very impressive. So thank you, first off. And then secondly, tell, tell your friends to, to, to come on. 
tell them to tell them to rate and review the show. You know, we appreciate it. We we need we need all of it. So definitely appreciate that. And then also follow us on Instagram at the Travel Guides at GQ50. And that will do it for another episode of the Travel Guides. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Thanks for listening.